You are blessed. You are loved. You are courageous. You are redeemed. You are free. You are beautiful. You are victorious. You are an heir. You are chosen. You are forgiven. You are gifted. You are valuable. You have purpose. You are strong. You are important. You are his. You are beloved. You are his child. You are a co-heir. You are bold and you are his masterpiece. What's up, guys? You're listening to the FYI podcast, where we talk about your life as a young adult in pursuit of Christ. We answer the questions that you send in every single week. We drop new episodes on Friday. And a lot of those questions have to do with your life, Mm -hmm. your faith, relationships, finances, and adulting, so much more. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. And one of our goals and prayers is that you will end your week strong and begin your weekend every even stronger, actually, because we launched a new episode and we want to thank you for rating, sharing, reviewing, subscribing, sending your questions in that hopefully we can just encourage you, point you to Christ, point you back to who he says you are and what he wants to do in and through any and all questions that you have, because he's not afraid of your questions. It's so, so good. Doubt isn't a deal breaker. Wrestling isn't wrong. And asking questions isn't a sin. It it couldn't be further from that. In fact, I think that Jesus asked so many questions. It was the rabbinical approach. And he's not intimidated or threatened by your questions. Neither are we. Of course, Mm -hmm. we're your hosts. And to be on this journey of FYI has been so encouraging and fun Mm -hmm. for us. Pray it is for you as the listener as well. And want you to know something that's on my heart. It's morning, but today as we record, And it's this, you are not alone. There is a great cloud of witnesses and there are hungry, humble Mm -hmm. hearts in your generation, in Gen Z that are seeking God on their college campus, Mm -hmm. in the workplace. You're not alone. And so let's get plugged into community and in the power of their strength in numbers and uh, to do faith, not alone, Mm -hmm. not be lonely, but to be linked together with Christ and with his, his bride, the church. Yeah. That's so good. And today's question is kind of almost a tag on or tag along to something That's else right. that we've unpacked. Yep. So just we unpacked one episode. I don't know what date that was, but we'll link it in the show notes if you yep. want. So that'll be like the, it's like a part two because it yeah. doesn't stop with last episode, right? There was a episode a few weeks back and it went kind of just phenomenal feedback from it. And it was, um, how to overcome the lies of the enemy. Mm-hmm. So the follow-up question came in and it's, what is the truth about what God says about me? Mm-hmm. And, and who does God say that I am? Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to how to overcome the lies of the enemy, we talk about thought life. We talk about the importance of taking every thought captive. And that's not our idea. That comes tethered from the teachings yep. of scripture where it's Saul who became Paul and he instructs us to take it along with the church at, at Rome, like to take every mm-hmm. thought captive and that we're actually in control of our thoughts, mm-hmm. what we dwell on, what we think about, what we investigate. And um, today we're just really going to be zeroing in on who God says you are. Mm-hmm. And John 10, 10 is a little bit of a verse of the day, which talks about mm-hmm. the, the enemy Satan comes to steal, 
to kill, to destroy. Mm -hmm. Jesus came that you may have life and life abundantly. So we want to focus on that life and that life abundantly to zero in on who God says that you are is what's coming. Yeah. But we're not also naive to the fact that there's an enemy. He's trying to steal your joy. There's a war for your soul. Mm -hmm. And how you know that Satan is lying is if his lips are moving, his native tongue and language scripture teaches is lies. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually, if you hear the message that you're a loser or that you're not enough or that you don't measure up, the opposite is actually true because that comes, it's not your thought. It's Mm -hmm. planted there Mm -hmm. by the enemy and the truth about who God says that you are. We're going to go to first Peter. You might want to follow along in scripture, but before we do, there's just something on our heart that we want to share with you. Yeah. But I also want to say like what the enemy has planted in you, don't let that be a dwelling place where you stay. And that's why we're going to come back to some of these God says I am um, verses right now. So here are 21 I am's and that means you are. So you are as a listener, you are blessed. You are loved. You are courageous. You are redeemed. You are free. You are beautiful. You are victorious. You are an heir. You are chosen. You are forgiven. You are gifted. You are valuable. You have purpose. You are strong. You are important. You are his. You are beloved. You are his child. You are a co-heir. You are bold and you are his masterpiece. So 21 just things to encourage any and combat any lie that has been kind of infiltrating your mind or trying to take root. This is who God says you are. And every single one of those comes with a Bible verse to back it up. My goodness. I love (laughs) it. It it fires me up. Thanks for sharing that, David. And uh, we're going to just dive into a worship song that we're going to link in the show notes is called... um, well, the, the verse or the song is called, I am who you say I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that's our responsibility is literally the the lyrics and the, the truth in that song is that God just said those 21 things about us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to agree and I'm going to say amen to that. Like I am who you say I am mm-hmm. because it's either Satan can say what he wants to say about you. The Holy Spirit through the message of scripture has already said who you are. Yeah. Your friends can say what they want to say. You can say what you want to say. But as for us, like we want to align mm-hmm. and say, I am who you say I am. Doesn't matter what parents said. If it's not in alignment and congruence with God's word, doesn't matter what the coworker, the neighbor, the roommate, the friend, right. the family member, the ex you are who God says that you are. And yeah. it's, you might want to rewind and go listen to Micah read or say those 21 things. Furthermore, First uh, Peter it has been through a lot. Jesus said of Peter, even though he denied Jesus, even though he sank instead of walked on water, <laughs> even though he he got his eyes in the wrong places sometimes, everyone who was used mightily in scripture was imperfect. Right. And yet God still used them mightily. He said of Peter, Petra, you're the rock that I'm going to build the church on. Yep. And this is him building his church today in 
1 Peter 2, verses 9 and 10. This would be something I would encourage you to memorize. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, when I was interning in college, there was a goofball of an intern that I was uh, interning alongside with, and his name was Justin. And we were intern buddies, and he just had such a strong personality. He was so funny. I remember he would... um, do trick shots in the gym at church for basketball. And he would tell students, if I make this, you got to come to my small group. And he would rarely make it, but he, they would usually come to a small group. Maybe it was pity. I don't know. But one of the things that was such a strong personality trait about Justin is he would say, Oh, I received that. Somebody said something nice about him. He, let me just tell you, he was going to receive that. And then if somebody said something that he didn't appreciate, even if it was about like the Vikings, he was a Detroit, he was a sorry Detroit Lions fan and uh, had a losing team for a couple of decades. But he, he would say, I rebuke that. He'd say like, okay, somebody say, yeah, the Vikings are going to be the Lions. He'd be like, I, I rebuke that. Or he, he'd be like, somebody say like, Justin, you're, you're a great guy. He'd go, I received that. And it was so funny, but it's kind of like, we kind of got to be like him a little bit. I'm saying, you know what? Somebody said something about me. Somebody tweeted something. There was some comments from some trolls or some people I thought were friends, had my best interests in mind, mm. especially in the digital social media world. It is so easy to look to this for our value. What do they say? Did they watch my story? Mm-hmm. Did they comment? Oh, that didn't get as much traction as my last right. post. And you know what? It doesn't matter. You can rebuke that. What you can receive is that you're mm-hmm. a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. You're part of the people belonging to God. Right. So you are who he says you are. Yeah. I think that's so good really to recognize and realize when you camp out, when you camp out in the word of God and you discover who you are and who he says you are, you don't just believe it you actively live it out and you walk it out in your daily life. You are loved. Okay. If I'm loved, then I'm going to love. If I am redeemed, then I know that other people can be redeemed and set free of whatever they're walking through. If I am chosen, okay. They can be chosen too. And when you really walk through just even those 21 things of really realizing and recognizing that, wow, we have power over our thoughts. We have power over the yeses and the nos and the permission. I think so many times Mm -hmm. we give too many people too much permission over us, over our life, over our thoughts, over how we're, we how they perceive us. We give people too much permission and then we seek their permission and their permission. You already chosen, you already approved. The price has been paid. Jesus Christ died on the cross in your place. How much more do we need? Like if you know what he's done for you on the cross, you should be so, you should have so much joy and so much excitement and so much, I don't know unction to do what God's called you to do that nothing can stop you. Even the enemy cannot stop you. So I just want to say that 
when you start adopting and living out those I am statements of who God created you to be, you become more comfortable and confident, not only in your own skin, but in your active walk with God. And when your faith is increased in that process of reading scripture and declaring victory instead of curling up on the floor of being a victim of somebody else's words spoken, text spoken, social media, whatever spoken, you can go back. Yep. That person is hurting, broken, and lost. They're never going to understand me. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. That person, they're nothing but a bully, but because something's broken in them. And we all have a form of brokenness. Don't get me wrong when I say that. But when people behave, when they lash out, when they do whatever is ungodly or hurtful out of spite, that is probably not a person of faith. And so just really realizing like if you're in a a war, if your mind is in the war zone and your belief of who you are seems to be camped on enemy lines, I would encourage you to Get in the word of God. If you do not have a Bible, let us know. We will send you one, personally send you a Bible if you need one and look through scripture and look at all the I am statements. Look at all the you are statements of who God says you are. So get off the enemy lines. You're on the winning team. The battle has been won. Even though the war is still happening, the battle, the war, it'll all be over when Jesus Christ comes back and Revelation talks about his second coming and to know that on this side of eternity, there is impact in the way that we live, the way that we think, and the way that we perceive ourselves. So when that pot negative thoughts and those negative things come into mind, like Josiah's example of Justin, he may have said it to people's words, but I think some of us need to say it to our thoughts. Oh my gosh, Micah, I'm that was I'm so stupid. No, actually, I'm not stupid. That was just I didn't think through what I just did. So Lord, forgive me. I am smart. I am wise. Lord, I need your counsel. So just even taking those thoughts captive, that's what we say, take those thoughts captive, is really recognizing in the moment you have something come into your mind, whoa, that was powerful and hurtful to who I am. So how do I combat that? It's with the truth and the word of God. So what I hear you saying, babe, is so, so good. And I just want to echo it. Stop waiting for permission Mm. when God's given you the authority already. Oh, that's good. Walk in confidence, walk in boldness, walk courageously into life today, knowing that you are a child of God. And when you know Mm -hmm. that alone, everything else comes secondary. That is the truth about who God says you are. This is the FYI podcast.